Hi, welcome to this episode of the Blaze Podcast put together by Blaze Incorporated. I'm your favorite host, Onyema Udeze. Today, I have in the house Engineer Longe Olishola, who is a civil infrastructure engineer and also a beam expert that is based in Nigeria. He's also a civil 3D and Autodex infraworks trainer as well as a drone pilot. So today we'll be talking about drone technology in construction, generally how drone technology can be leveraged to improve our workflow in the construction industry. So, Engineer Longe, how are you doing today? It's glad to have you in the house. <laughs> um, I'm doing great. Um, it's also, I'm also happy to be here to actually um, share a bit of what we've experienced so far in this part of the world and also how we could actually get better. So it's actually um, great to be here and also to be on this platform. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah, you're very much welcome. So I'll be asking you quite a number of questions. All right, so the first thing I want to ask is that today we hear of numerous terms like drones, photogrammetry, laser scanning, scan to beam, and so many terms. So it's, sometimes it can be confusing. So what exactly is drone technology and what are the various types of drone technology you have in the industry today? Okay, I'll just first start by um, clarifying some things. But we just said today we hear about the, all these um, terms, photogrammetry, drone technology, laser scanning. The, the truth is this has always been around us. It has been around for a while, if not a decade or more. All these technologies have been around, but the adoption in our industry has uh, witnessed a slow pace. So right now, we are experiencing what we call a shift, a paradigm shift whereby all attention is going towards the um, te- uh, technological advancement and technological ab- adoption in the AEC sector. So that is why we are seeing more of this and we are hearing about it more often uh, as we progress day in day out in the industry to actually um, give a clear overview of what all these terms stands for just like photogrammetry which is obviously what we've been seeing all around even before the um, advent of drones that's the uh, whereby you make use of um, area photographs or probably um, area footage of an area to, uh, aggregated together to generate maps and then some other information to be used. And then you talk about laser scanning, whereby all these laser beams equipment, uh, for example, not advertising, LIDAR has been used to actually generate 3D as built model of any entity as much as possible. So all these things have always been around. But right now we're talking about the drone technology. Drone, just like we all know to be uh, an unmanned aircraft, either it can be remote, controlled remotely, can be autonomous, either way we want it. This has also been around, but the adoption in our industry is witnessing a huge, huge attraction from every sector, be it the construction from inception or design stages. So, and then this is what the technology brings to our in- uh, industry. It gives us the flexibility and then the adaptability, which we've always been looking forward to. There's always been a bridge or a gap between the existing and then interfacing with the proposal as the existing and what we intend to actually come on board with. So, and then um, between you and I, or probably based on the experience we've had, the experience we had so far, this is actually a game changer for us. And the drone technology basically means the adoption of drone, which I already described as an unmanned aircraft, to actually aggregate data, collect area information, do area quantity measure. Just for example, people who are into quarry, 
you can easily measure the volume of your material your edge movement and whatever you want to by actually having a drone to scan that area and then these data are already processed over time and so these are the technologies we are talking about these are what this drone technology is is a game changer in the construction industry as we, as we speak now so we are expecting more of this um disruption over time so it's something we should actually look forward to and then the drone technology in its itself can be seen as an adoption of probably robotics because a drone can also be seen as a robot a flying robot as my friend used to call it so a flying robot adoption of this and then making use of the power it entails to actually enhance our workflow and then make work easier for us for example just saying for now back in the days when we want to report project progress we go through the means of oh um, can i get a cameraman can i get uh, someone to climb a tower crane i don't know if you know of all these high-rise buildings so you have the tower cranes and you get this cameraman to climb a tower crane to actually give you an area shot of a project or you engage area service of an helicopter or pro probably some other high-end equipment to actually fly around your project to get this uh, but this technology now as we speak now has made it easy for even a startup cons construction company to easily facilitate and enhance and uh, make use of this um, drone technology to project or um, showcase the project we are working on. So this is the technology we are talking about and this is what it's been doing in the industry. Uh, as we see it, it's been around, but right now the industry, AEC sector is witnessing a huge turnaround with this typical workflow of adopting drone technology. Okay, yeah, thank you very much for that in-depth explanation. But also, I believe there are different types of drones in the industry, yeah. so maybe in terms of size or application. So can you also shed more lights on the different types of drones we have in the industry? Yeah, there are many, there are many types of drones depending on the, the application. Just like yeah. I said, uh, right now I'm, I'm speaking more of the AC sector because that's the industry I find myself. Um, in the agricultural sector, in the this logistics sector whereby they do delivery chain services so this drone application cannot be overemphasized in those areas whereby drones are being used for deliveries of items deliveries of we can see we read from journals and all like that so we get to see all this application and then in the agricultural sector we get to see where drone is being used for fertilizer application pest controls and all these are what even being used as a boom sprayer um, way back in the agrarian sector, probably if you talk about the boom sprayer for pesticides and all this, we'll be talking about maybe you have a gigantic motorized equipment that, that is actually moving around this farmland. But right now you have a drone hovering around the farm area and covering a large area at a time. So, and then we talk also talk about the, the power sector. They make use of drone for inspection of their utilities and services. So all these applications are wide and, and then this affects the types of drone we have um, by popular demand there are some leading um, drone manufacturers dji um, talk about wingtra you talk about there are so many um, drone manufacturers which i can't be mentioning um, as many names as possible but there are popular ones which is uh, obtainable or which is being used in our sector you talk about the wing track you talk about the ebs you talk about dji phantom series dji inspire and then you talk about dji matrices so these are few ones that are applicable that you can easily have access to that are available in the industry and then there are many other manufacturers like i said those are just not the manufacturers that are in the industry there are other manufacturers but the ones that are easily available that we can have access to in the ac sector 
based on our usage and based on the uh, information we want to get from them these are the basic manufacturers we can even see around and these drones what makes them different is because the imagery or the image capture are always geotagged so I've, I've i've been asked some questions over time like okay i just have a drone then i fly a drone then i keep telling them that okay the drone you are flying might not be able to give you a geotagged image so you have to look at the classes of drones that you need tailored towards the solution you demand so there are different calibers of drones and then there are different classifications based on your demand if you want a drone that you want to use for maybe just video footage of a site for progress reporting you have a drone for that particular function and if you're going for something for mapping area mapping with high accuracy then we'll be talking about um, drone with high camera lenses drones that has lidar function drones so those are the different calibers of drone that we can easily have in the uh, industry at the moment okay yeah thanks again for the clarifications yeah so during the delivery of a building of course there are typically various stages you have the planning stage the design stage the yeah. construction and the operation stage so during these various stages what are the various applications of drone like how, how is the drone technology applied during these various stages of a building maybe before the construction during the construction or even during the operations phase where and where do you see drone technology being deployed uh, okay yeah. uh basically let me just give a, a quick chronological order to which we can um deploy drone in a simple let me just say a simple um project or a simple construction uh process number one to, uh, at the inception of a project probably at the planning stage you definitely need an existing information around your site you really want to know what is existing above the surface what is existing around the project and then probably what is existing beneath the surface so the the adoption of uh, drone technology what it brings to the table is you can easily do what we call a reality capture of the area you use your drone to scan the area and then you generate um a 3d the dynamic information that can be used for your planning like you're an architect you make use of revit there's something called point cloud after i use a drone to scan an area i generate a point cloud that i can easily yeah yes i can easily use that as a base just like something for a base to start your design also drone can be um, can make use of drone at the inception of your project to generate the base map that's someone who's into civil 3d or infrastructure planning you can scan an area generate the base map and then use that to actually start your conceptual planning and design make use of that in civil 3d infra works so these are where you can easily um use all this information and then you generate point cloud also so moving on from the planning stage you move into the design phase after you actually move to the design phase all you're doing is to process the information you've captured with your drone and you have series of cloud processor or you have series of applications that can process drone data and what are the data you get from drone you get image files which are the images that was captured on site. And then you process these image files to either DEM, DTM or whatever. DEM is data elevation model, DTM terrain model. And then when you talk about um, architect, what they actually make use of or what they consume in their own applications is point cloud or probably the FVX file or the 3D model. So all these are what comes into the design phase. So after the design phase, you move to site and start construction. So what drone can easily even give you at the construction stages to probably help you in coordinating your setting out and then giving you accurate field report. 
probably at some point you need um, you need to see your project from a, a particular dynamic view and then you want to see the way the project grows over a period of one month two months so you can easily um, autonomously program your drone to take the picture of your site at a particular angle with precision over time and then this gives you a dynamic update of how the project grows over time so that's just what it gives you from the planning from the design and then to the construction stage okay yeah thanks a lot for the in-depth question as, as usual so today as well we hear of terms like building information modeling or yeah. gis bim all these technologies you know that tend to kind of sound like buzzwords sometimes so how do you see drone technology complements of these trends and we also see beam and gis in the industry especially for from an instructional perspective because a lot of times it's mostly infrastructure engineers that use gis a lot so how do you see drone complement beam and gis um actually uh probably i, I keep saying it at some discourse or at some program that um bim has actually been the one that exposed or probably gave us an a better understanding that wow we can actually make use of drone as part of our workflow over time like i said drone has been around we've been seeing it people have been using it but at the moment where we realized we could actually harmonize or create a closed loop workflow whereby no data is missing and with great accuracy from inception then beam or build information modeling is a process that actually um, be driving the adoption of all these other tools to have a more robust workflow system so um, if you look at it very well, drone data comes with GPS information. All the images or whatever you're getting from your drone already has, is already geolocated. So these information are easily integrated alongside with your GIS piece and all these workflows are combined together and then you can easily have a better information, a better understanding of your project from the inception. Um, just for example, just as a case study, um, looking at an infrastructure project of an area and on getting to the site, you are being told that there is an existing, there are existing utilities on this site. So all you need to do is probably, okay, let me um, create a 3D point cloud or probably create a 3D environment in which I will start my conceptual design. A drone is being deployed. Once you deploy your drone, you can easily merge the GIS information that replicates the utilities that is on underground, merged with your drone information, combined with um, some other information. Then you move into a 3D enhanced environment like um, simultaneously 3 d or InfraWorks, it is infrastructure. Or basically, if it's Revit or some other um, behind compatible software, you can easily harmonize all this information together. And then you have a very closed loop network where no data is missing you have less error and then you have more precision to actually work with so this is what uh, we are experiencing right now with gis drone technology and building information modeling the workflow is becoming more honest and then we are having uh, we are actually targeting more precision at the output for this technology yeah so drone helps to gather more information that now eventually feeds into the the tools that are used mm. to create the models and exactly exactly okay yeah that's quite clear so coming down to africa now i mean both of us we are currently in nigeria and um as the african market is one of those emerging markets with a lot of opportunities so where do you actually see drone technology you know what's the untapped opportunities you see for the technology within the build sector in africa 
I mean, just laying emphasis on the opportunities. What makes great uh, technology a great fit for the African beauty sector? Yeah, uh, like I always tell my fellow professionals, um, the major thing is if you look at the African market, if you look at the African built sector, is actually a prime sector for many um, dynamic things to come. Because right now, Africa is um, still developing and then there are so many infrastructure gaps. If we look at um, the statistics, probably from some journals or, or publications, we definitely see that Africa is actually the, um, the the home to which all these things can actually be deployed and we see the the output and we actually appreciate the outcome of what we are seeing so the build sector in africa is right is really open to actually um, leverage on all these platforms that is actually coming out in in years and then in years to come we hope to see um, more advanced and subscripted workflow that will actually speed up work and then speed up the development in africa so um, the deployment of drone, or let me say the importance now, we cannot just be very precise. Number one, initially, when we want to actually acquire data, maybe you need an area data of, of a site. I know the process you actually go through to actually get an area information of a site. You go to Google Map, um, probably, okay, you go on Google Map or Google Earth, for instance, you might not, okay, for example, in Africa, in my area, probably, the the information is not well updated to what it was yesterday probably i need an information google Earth that reflects an activity that has been done in our area probably last month so I, on getting there you can you can easily have this information on google Earth because the um, the main satellite has not passed through that area at that particular time and it hasn't been refreshed online so this technology comes in handy for you to actually deploy and get a real time as accurate as yesterday information of your site so that is more or less like drone technology is helping us to do a real-time mapping and then you can easily process this information and get your own um, image map without having to wait or um, go for extra or pay extra to external satellite uh, map supplier for you to make use of. So those are the advantages we've seen. And then number two is what we're looking at is the construction progress reporting. It hasn't been it hasn't been as good as what we're experiencing now whereby there's huge demand even as we see the market is still crawling which obviously we expect to see more of this there's huge demand on drone for project reporting these days we definitely see projects coming up and then an area progress report is expected to actually showcase and to have a more definitive information on how the project is moving so that's another thing and then the third one is inspection well, we've seen facilities or buildings whereby you and I can have the risk of actually climbing some skyscrapers, for example, um, is enormous considering the fact that well, you have a building that has cotton walls. So at a point, you need to inspect a particular segment of the cotton wall on your building, which you're talking about five floors or something. And at the moment, maybe you've actually demobilized your, your tower cranes or whatever you have in assessing those parts. With a drone, you can easily send it up there, take a closer look at what is happening, and then you can easily make a recommendation to say, okay, as also point, this is what is obtainable, and then this is what is the solution will be, or probably this is still okay. So without having to lose your workforce, without having to um, subject any individual to any threat, you could easily get all this information. So basically, we're looking at for mapping, for progress reporting, for inspection, 
and um, so many other things which we could actually make use of drone for. So right now, we call something digital twin. Definitely, um, this is probably one thing that is trending all around the world now. Whether you, you really want to create something that is going to be built, or you really want to create an existing um, object, then in, in a reality capture environment and see how you can enhance and um, upgrade it. So creating a uh, digital twin now in the infrastructure or in the uh, building construction environment is really, really uh, interesting when you have a drone support. Def mind you, I'm not writing now the fact that there are other equipment like um, LiDAR equipment that can, use, that can be used. But with drone technology, you actually have an edge because right now people are actually harmonizing drone technology with some other technology to get a better or a more informed result. So creating a digital twin, drone is also leading the part in helping us in inspection, in reporting of your project uh, progress on your site, and then for mapping, that's area mapping. Um, and then basically you can use it also for topographical survey. Wow, yeah, that's that's quite a lot. So obviously there are a whole lot of different applications. But I've, yeah, I'm also intrigued by the fact that this can actually help to reduce safety issues on sites. I mean, yeah, when you're actually yeah. able to inspect a site in real time, you can be able to identify where there are safety issues on that site. And I think that's that will actually help to you know, reduce all the hazards we experience on a lot of sites today. Yeah. Okay, yeah thanks for the clarification so one last question i actually have today we also live in a very peculiar country i mean using nigeria as as, as a case in point a lot of time you see all these regulations as well these policies that come up that tends to you know kind of limit the freedom to explore some of these technologies so what are the common challenges of new technology in the big sector i mean using nigeria as, as a case in point so what are the challenges you see around this technology uh, yeah, um, probably I'm uh, using Nigeria as a case study and using myself as an example. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, actually, we, it's been it's been a battle um, back and forth, back and forth, because um, if you see the developed world, there has been a regulation in place whereby the drones doesn't get into the hands of terrorists or some individuals that might use it to actually hurt or harm other other. Um, individuals in the society. In Nigeria, probably we are still slow with coming up with that um, regulation or we are still slow in coming up with a, um, a black and white documentation that is going to actually control and then um, give us the liberty to say, yes, um, I'm a drone pilot, I can actually deploy this at any of my project sites without being harassed or without being disturbed by any um, security outfit. So for now, um, the mode of uh, modus of operandi or how we approach things has actually been: uh, if I have a project site and I need to deploy my drone, um, definitely uh, one thing I always look out for is to actually do my um, recognizance of the area, inspect the area if it's a no-fly zone, because definitely there are no-fly zones which is already stipulated. You are not meant to fly in those areas. When you talk about the airport, you talk about military formations. You talk about some uh, maybe hospital facilities that doesn't permit or allow such. So all these informations you must have it in your handbook. So your handbook should serve as a guide to tell you, okay, these areas are no fly zone. Five kilometers around this area, you shouldn't be flying. So all the, once you have all these, you have it in your handbook and you go anywhere and then you understand that okay, I'm not supposed to fly here. But in an area whereby you you really need to fly, all you need to do is you get. Um, like a security pass 
or you get just like we did for a particular project we did around a security formation we already have a pass we approach the security formation we show them our pass before we um, started our project so with that we could actually fly our drone without being aroused or anything so but nevertheless um, there has been some uh, process which is still not open to the community uh, to the society yet or to professionals yet whereby you can easily go there and then filing i'm not saying there's no process here. there's a process but whereby easily because one thing is the ease of doing business is very key so if we have a ease of actually applying and getting um, a certification that is already publicized or there is online link whereby you can easily register so yes individuals with drone we approach and get licensed or get registered in order to actually um, deploy them on site so and we actually um, need this to be fast tracked so that this technology can be well appreciated in Africa or in Nigeria so far. Because it's one of the main things that has been holding us back a bit in this um, in the adoption of this technology. Many a times I want to fly, maybe I have a project down south, I need to fly with my drone. I'm getting to the airport, I won't, I won't be allowed to fly with my drone because I need uh, what's called a clearance. To actually get that on board initially in the early stages of drone uh, we, we fly around with it there was no disturbance we could actually move freely more because of the security trail we have here which obviously um is understandable so definitely right now you could actually you have limitation with your movement and definitely this will actually affect our adoption of the of usage of drone in the construction industry Definitely, hopefully, maybe there will be associations that will come up and then will help to actually um, fast track and then meet the government to come up with a policy, an open policy, whereby individuals or professionals in this line can um, thereby get easy access to all these licensing and regulations to control the usage around the country. And once this is done, um, believe me, you, um, this is going to be very, very interesting for professionals in the industry because the speed at which the adoption is moving is something that is wowing us and then the demand is also high for the technology in Nigeria and in Africa. Yes, I also look forward to that because I'm sure that a whole lot of other top potentials that are there that once these challenges are out of the way to, to really go along with. Yeah. Yeah, so before we round up, I'd just like to ask these random questions just to, you know, just to show us beyond your drone capabilities. So I just, okay. have, two random, I just have two random questions there. Which is, the first one I have is, what's your favorite football club like? I'm <laughs> sure that I'm sure you, watch, you watch football, maybe you're not like me. So yeah, I do, I do, I do, I do. I'm a national fan. I always, <laughs> I've always been a oh, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay, I don't want to talk too much about that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so the last one is uh, what's your favorite pastime? I mean, when you're not an engineer, when you're not flying drone or doing training or civil training, I can, I can, I, I, I love to go on hiking almost every other weekend. And no, I've never oh. had a chance in, in the last few months now. I'm looking towards going on hiking soon. Wow, okay, that's that's great. That's really great. So it's been a great time, you know. It's also a pleasure to have you share your experience and your knowledge with us today on this series. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, we also look forward to having you in a subsequent episode or edition. Yeah, my pleasure to be here. I always um, welcome that idea. Thank you so much.
yeah just before we round up i think just before we go i don't know if you have any maybe any advice or recommendation especially to the younger professional professionals in the you know for your experience if you have any other advice you might want to give to them before as a closing remark before we round up okay i'm um, probably um i always just drop this remark because it's you know, basically the 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 ladder which i followed or the path which i chose when you see where a path that is, that, that is less charted or a path that is less followed always follow that path and be a solution to every problem along that path that's one thing and if you see the way the uh, industry is now there are so many arms look at it holistically look at the one that we actually fit into your own path and follow that path definitely there will be less people who have started that path you definitely look out for people who are already on that path and then get up and then you keep going never and don't look back because sometimes where the problem starts is when you look back and say oh, I, I would have loved to go that way why did i choose this path so you keep on and then before you know it consistency is what makes everything looks real at the end of the day consistency is what so whatever you choose if you are choosing good information modeling choose a path okay i'm going to be going into infrastructure modeling i'm going to be going into building modeling i'm going to go into structural modeling this is the part i want to be delivering i want to go into um drone mapping i want to go into um 3d modeling with drones so all these are already there just identify it follow that path and be consistent with consistency you are good and better with what you're doing and then you'll be sought after all right so thank you very much for the closing remark Thank you very much. And thanks for listening to this episode of the Blaze Podcast. Don't forget to check out our website www.blazemy.com. www.blazemy.com. You can also check out my page www.ony.me, www.onyema.me to explore our other several contents. Thank you very much, and I'll see you in some other episode.